Buenos dias, desde San Gervasi. This is the Rorschach Spain update for the week of the 9th of September, 2021. Ten minutes or so of what's been happening in Spain during the week. Every single week. Let's start in Catalonia. June, the release of the nine Catalan separatists convicted for their involvement in the 2017 secession attempt reopened dialogue between the Spanish and Catalan governments. Meeting was set for the end of September, but last week's New York Times expose on Joseph Luis Ale, senior advisor to the self-exiled former Catalan president Charles Puigdemont, and his meetings with Russian officials back in 2019 sparked a lot of discussion. According to the article, Ale met with Russians to secure their help in separating from the rest of Spain, but it didn't stop there. Following his visit to the Russian capital, a new secretive protest group called the Tsunami Democratic emerged in Spain. Still with us? It gets better. This new group was responsible for disrupting operations at Barcelona's airport, as well as cutting off a major highway link to Spain, linking Spain to Northern Europe. You may remember the Spanish Guardia Civil then found out that Alay was involved in its creation. Following the New York Times piece, Alay and Pigdemont confirmed their trips to Russia, claiming that there was nothing out of the ordinary with these visits. Allegedly, Alay went to Moscow to prepare for various interviews and press conferences to explain the independence movement. The current Catalan president, Pierre Aragonés, has denied any knowledge of Catalan-Russian meetings and has distanced himself from the trips organized by Pigdemont's office. Let's see how these recent developments will all unfold in the next week prior to the meetings between the Spanish and Catalan governments. Continuing on to disturbing news from the Capitol on Friday, the 5th of September, eight men attacked a 20-year-old gay man in broad daylight after shouting derogatory slurs. They cut a word used to insult gay people on his buttocks. Since their faces were covered, police are still looking for clues and witnesses may help lead to their arrest. This was the 103rd homophobic attack this year in Madrid. Prime Minister Pedro Sanchez has convened an urgent meeting for this upcoming Friday. The plan to fight hate crimes commission will meet to discuss and analyze the growing cases of hate crimes throughout Spain. Sanchez publicly condemned the attack on his Twitter account and stated he would not allow this behavior to continue. Prime Minister Sanchez also offered some comments on the price of electricity this week. All people in Spain are painfully reminded each month how the price of electricity rises day by day with a whopping 30% increase compared to last year. Although the government has temporarily reduced certain taxes on electricity, bills remain high and the most vulnerable citizens are finding themselves hardest hit. FACUA, an association of non-governmental organizations fighting for consumer rights, has appealed to the government to approve measures to reduce bills for families with only two members, such as single-parent families and people with a minimum wage. On Sunday, the 5th of September, Sanchez said in an interview that the government is committed to stabilizing electricity prices. He promised that by the end of 2021, the average Spanish consumer would be paying a similar amount to what they paid in 2018. To read the interview in its entirety and review a detailed plan proposed by the government for the next two years, follow the link in our show notes. Here's Copen. We can keep the lights on. From one commitment to do better to another, on Friday the 7th of September, the Council of Ministers approved the draft of the university coexistence law. If approved, this new law will introduce several important changes, including a new mediation process for conflict resolution and a scale of offenses and sanctions by which infamous University hazing will be considered a serious offense and will result in temporary expulsion from the university. The new law would also severely punish all those who do not comply with health and safety regulations with an immediate one-month suspension. 
start of a new school year this week, many adolescents between 12 and 19 have decided to receive coronavirus vaccine. Approximately 75% of Spaniards in this age group received a single dose and about 40% of both doses of the COVID-19 vaccine. Experts say receiving the vaccine will not only protect adolescents from more severe cases of the virus, but will also allow them to continue socializing and avoid quarantining. Although lots of Spaniards have decided to receive the vaccine, there are still many unused doses of AstraZeneca throughout the country. The government has agreed to sell or donate the surplus to less wealthy countries such as Fiji, Paraguay, Argentina, and Honduras. Health Minister Carolina Daria said Spain would donate 22.5 million vaccines to different countries through the COVAX fund. AstraZeneca's spokesperson said the vaccines will be resold at the purchase price, so the government will not profit from the sale. From shots to shocks, a bishop left the Catholic Church to pursue his relationship with a writer of erotic novels. Seriously, may sound like a teaser to one of Stephen Fry's books. This is a true summary of events that transpired in the Spanish clergy last week. Javier Noel, a former bishop who specialized in exorcism, resigned two weeks ago from his position in the Catholic Church for personal reasons. Noel was well known on the Spanish political scene as the bishop who supported Catalan independence so many assumed his resignation was somehow a consequence of that fact. As it turns out, he surrendered his role in order to settle down with a woman who works as a psychologist, is an author of erotic novels, and most interestingly, an expert on Satanism. Woo! Pope Francis accepted his resignation. What did Diamonds, Leonardo DiCaprio, and Trujillo, a city in western Spain, have in common? Apparently, the award-winning American actor has decided to invest in a company that produces artificial diamonds using renewable energy called Diamond Foundry. After careful consideration, the company decided that the city of Trujillo would be the perfect place to build their new factory. Since the region has plenty of sunny days throughout the year, it'll be able to supply the necessary solar energy needed to produce diamonds. DiCaprio is known for investing in eco-projects around the world. After his film Blood Diamonds, he became especially interested in finding ways to produce gems without severely damaging the land and water in the production area. The project is still at an early stage of planning with the company as the company must secure the necessary budget and permits. However, they plan to start building the factory in 2024. If all goes well, opening the factory will create about 650 new jobs. Finally, festival ideas and alternatives. La Merche, the largest public street party in Barcelona, is celebrating its 150th anniversary. From the 23rd until the 26th of September, a total of 114 groups will perform at venues across the city as part of the festival. This year, the focus will be on Catalan performers. Due to health and safety regulations, the number of tickets will be limited, and one person can only buy two tickets through their website. To secure your place at the festival, book your tickets in advance. The link's in the show notes. And if you're not a fan of traditional festivals, Head out to Mallorca. Their annual grape festival will take place this year in Bini Salem from the 24th to the 26th of September. The Festa de Vermar will be packed with activities such as grape stomping and grape throwing, messiest and funnest part of the festivities. Be sure to wear something old and white because you will be soaked in purple juice by the end of the day. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. Subscribe to our show notes and your favorite podcast app. We want to know where you're listening from. Drop us a line at our brand spanking new dedicated email, spain at rorschach.com. You can also find us on Instagram at rorschach.spain. Hasta la próxima. Hasta la próxima.